Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello, my angsty teens in age as well as in spirit. I'm Lauren Chippen, professional writer who, as of this recording on January 9th, have already published my first fanfic of the year. Congratulations. Great start to the year, Lauren. Thank you. I'm Cherokee McAnally, head of entertainment at Tumblr, who has no resolutions this year and is crushing every single one of them. And this is Dashboard Diaries, a podcast for you, the folks who are in this internet bunker with us. We talk about what's going on on our favorite hell site, get into what we like to call tumble lore, do phantom deep dives, and share the times when we've gone feral over a new ship. And we are back for 2023. Um, I have to apologize for the fact that we basically had no new episodes in December. I got the flu, and then with the holidays and everything, it was just like impossible to record, but we're back and better than ever. Cherokee, what's been going on on your Tumblr this week, or really for the last month? Any highlights? Well, Lauren, I will admit I have had a very offline past month. Uh, I we love went, that too. We support it. Yeah, I went home for the holidays and spent two weeks playing Scrabble with my parents. Uh, by the way, out of 10 games, I won seven, if anyone's counting. Dang. Uh, all right. Yeah, no big Scrabble deal. Queen. No big deal. Sorry. No time for the internet when I'm crushing it at Scrabble. <laughs> and when we weren't playing Scrabble, we were sitting in the backyard while my dad named the birds. So uh, very, very offline month. I actually don't really have much like dashboard like chat from the last month to talk about which is great due to the topic of the episode but uh what about what about you lauren how has your last month on tumblr been well it's funny that you mention your dad naming birds because one of the posts that i've seen crossing my dash a lot recently is this uh tumblr user challenging basically another tumblr user to name all of the birds like basically like i bet you can't name every bird and then this tumblr user does and of (laughs) course you know eventually turns into a dead dove meme we'll make sure to reblog it um but yeah i have been uh spending a lot of time on tumblr over the past month because i was sick for like two weeks and it's just been it's just been a joy you know there's always so much positive energy i think around the end of the year, um, both mm-hmm. in terms of casting off 2022 and having hope for 2023, which is yet still new. And I think the attitude that I saw most on on Tumblr this year was kind of aligned with uh, with what you said in your introduction, which is that we're not doing resolutions. We're not having high hopes for 2023. It's the circumstances turn to change. <laughs> and we are, we are just trucking along. So uh, yeah, I've just been trucking along. Uh, it's the circumstances turn to change is my favorite thing I've ever heard. I want that on a cross stitch or something. I stole that from a tweet that I saw on Tumblr. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, thank you, Internet. It's good to be back. It is. <laughs> Did you watch any Supernatural over the holiday? For those who don't know, uh, Cherokee has never seen Supernatural before. I've seen all of Supernatural. It is, of course, you know, Tumblr's kind of a central text, I would say. Um, And so she is watching through all of it bit by bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. So Cherokee, do you have a Supernatural update for us this week? Lauren, I absolutely did. Well, technically, I watched it right before the holiday Mm -hmm. uh, in preparation for our previous episode, but I took copious notes. So I think I should be able to, yeah, 
to, to remember it pretty well, especially because it was quite a good episode. So this week's episode was season one, episode nine, Home. This is a very special episode. I'm sure you remember it. Uh, It's the first time that uh, Sam and Dean, they go back to the old Winchester house because there's a haunting happening in that house. And so it was a good backstory episode. Love a little backstory. Was very excited about it. They mentioned that Dean uh, or Sam, I forget, I forget who. And even here I wrote Dean and or Sam has the shining. (laughs) Oh, wait, under it, I wrote it's Sam. (laughs) (laughs) There were a lot of shining references in this episode which I really loved, including at the end, Dean breaks the door down with an ax and like yells through the hole. And I was like, oh yeah, look, I love, I love a good reference, was very excited about it. Also, there is a psychic in this episode who is Adele from Grey's Anatomy, uh, Richard Weber's wife. So when fandoms collide, love a little, you know, crossover there, was very excited about it. So they are being haunted but their mom is also a poltergeist, a presence in this home. Oh, dang. And she saves them from, like, the demon that's in this house. Not before the demon, sadly, like, uh, sucks a plumber down a garbage disposal. R. That I. does P. happen. Rest yeah. in plumber. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but was very excited about the backstory episode and the fact that their mom, like, essentially, like, I think, I don't know. She went to heaven, was freed by this entire incident. I don't know. I'm excited to see who who can say perhaps you could, Lauren. Perhaps Perhaps you could. could. And then for my sleep paralysis demon for this episode, I wrote my apartment question mark because. uh, Oh, yeah. It's lurking in your garbage disposal. You don't don't know what's (laughs) lurking in your garbage disposal. It's a good thing. I don't have one. I was going to say you live in New York City and they don't actually allow garbage disposals. I'm assuming for this reason. And now, as we do every week, one of my favorite things to do with you is our dashboard confessionals, where we dive back into our own archives and pull up a post from this day or around this day, however many years ago. Cherokee, what do you have for me this week? I have a very exciting post this week, Lauren. I have a post that I reblogged on January 12th, 2015. And it is from Britney Spears's Tumblr. And it is like a photo of her like popping into like the dashboard <laughs> blue space that she actually like found and posted on her personal Tumblr. And uh, if for those of you who aren't familiar, this is like a really popular kind of way to post that started to trend essentially when we took the frame away from posts on Tumblr so mm. that the edges could go straight into the color of the blue dashboard. So people started doing posts that made it look like their posts were like popping out of the dashboard. So this is a jazzy little pick of Britney popping out of the dashboard and uh i love it this is actually like her tumblr yes it is that's incredible britneyspears.tumblr.com i love to see it britneyspears.tumblr.com she did an answer time years ago and my my favorite answer in the answer time someone asked like what's your favorite thing to cook and her she just said fudge 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 unmatched we love a diva thanks britney (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing Lauren, what about you? What do you have for us this week? I have perhaps a perfect encapsulation of 2016 on Tumblr. Incredible. So yeah, I looked back into my my uh, 20, 2016 archive, and this was January 2016. So this would have been probably a few weeks after I saw The Force Awakens, because The Force Awakens came out in like December of 
2015. And this would have been about four months since I, I had seen Hamilton on Broadway, which I saw in October of 2015. Both of those those pieces of media obviously got huge on Tumblr in 2016, Hamilton, because that's when the cast album came out, or the cast album came out end of 2015. And this is a video of Storm Pilot, the ship of Finn and Poe from Star Wars, the new trilogy, set to Helpless from Hamilton. <laughs> and it's just, it brings me Ooh. so much joy. And I, I definitely got into this into the ship pretty quickly um, after The Force Awakens. I would not say it's one of my main Star Wars ships, but I still have a lot of affection for it. And it's just a great video. Obviously, we will post both of these posts on dashboarddiaries.tumblr.com. Um, and there's also uh, somebody adding Lin-Manuel in it. So presumably, this is also his real Tumblr. Um, so is, another yes. celebrity cameo from yes. Lin-Manuel Miranda, writer of Hamilton. We love our jazzy little cameos. That is aggressively 2016. Wow. It really, really is. <laughs> wow. And I, I just, it just really brought me back to, I just, I listened to help helpless and satisfied on a loop for, oh yeah, quite a while that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I sang helpless at a Hamilton sing along at a bar in LA that like was put together. Oh, and the LA Times like wrote an article about it. It was. <laughs> I also did Hamilton's wow. like final like death monologue. <laughs> I listen, we all we all have paths. Yep. Yeah, we all we all I feel like everyone lost their mind a little bit around Hamilton. A I feel like bit. we kind of lost all reason. I definitely did. Yeah. And you know what? We were all having a great time. And so... yeah, and I still sing satisfied really loudly in the shower. So, so we're good. still having it's a like, good time. Yeah, exactly. We continue to have a good time. Okay, my night now. So we're adding on, I'm going to make a hot toddy uh-huh. and then scroll Tumblr while mm-hmm. listening to the Hamilton soundtrack. You were describing literally my entire 2016. So that's, yeah. I'm glad to, to <laughs> promote this agenda. Nice little time capsule moment. <laughs> I'm in my Lauren era. <laughs> <laughs> so we have... A, a sort of new segment this this week to kick us off in the new year, which is a brief mailbag. We have heard from a couple of listeners in the past month with some really fun updates about some of the things that we talked about last year that I wanted to share with you and with all of our listeners. The first is an email that we received from Bailey, who I actually did an interview with last year, or I guess now 2021, for their uh, Gen Zine podcast. And they reached out to us because they are at college, and in one of their classes, uh, the Phantom Scholar who teaches the class brought up Goncharov and talked about it in class. <laughs> And so they sent a, a photo from the slide from this class of Martin Scorsese and the Gontrov poster. If you have no idea what we're talking about, go listen to episode 11, The Gonch and the Gunch, to get a brief rundown on Gontrov. We are we are celebrating 50 years of Gontrov this year, Cherokee. That's right. It came out in 1973. It definitely really did come out because it's a real movie. Oh my gosh, Lauren, you're so right. How could it slip my mind? That classic film Gontrov terms. 50 this year. Oh my gosh. Classic I'll have film. to start. We'll have to start planning the celebrations now. <laughs> if you happen to remember what day or month Goncharov came out in, in 1973, because I don't know that I've seen anybody talking about that on Tumblr yet, please yes. let us know so Would we can celebrate that. it properly. Would love a release date. You know, I can't wait to see every, you know, Gonch in there at their midnight screenings, you know. Oh yeah. 
with watching the... this extremely real m- movie that absolutely exists. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Throwing their, I don't know, oranges or whatever other item would be the the, the, the toast, you know, in Rocky Horror. You know what I'm yes, going for. I'm going for exactly something. Yeah. Going for. And it would it'd be like oranges and ice picks. And <laughs> blood, probably. Ooh, buckets this of sounds, blood. This sounds like a good time, you know? Yeah. Clocks, because oh. there's that whole time theme in, in Gold oh my gosh. as well. How could I forget the time theme? The time theme. Yeah. You're always running out of time, you know? <laughs> That's so beautiful. <laughs> so thank you, uh, Bailey, for sharing that with us. It's amazing that already, and, and this email was sent back in December, that already Goncharov is appearing in film studies classes in universities. Like, it's just incredible <laughs> to see. And... The other mailbag I wanted to share was also school-related from our friend Lindsay, who emailed us a couple months ago asking for help on their fandom project where they had to build a website for a particular fandom for a class. And we did the Ultimate Fandom Bracket, which you can go and listen to in our feed. And Lindsay sent us this amazing website, which I uh, they sent in an ask, so I'll publish the ask on desperatediaries.tumbo.com. But it is a the it is a website titled Our Flag Means Death to Supernatural, a chronology of queerness and fandom by Lindsay. So dive into that. Add that to your agenda wow. tonight of the hot toddy and Hamilton soundtrack, scrolling Tumblr, read this website. It is phenomenal. It was so fun to take that prompt from Lindsay and and do an ultimate fandom bracket and come up basically with and yeah our flag means death versus supernatural is kind of where we ended up and it's been amazing to see what they did with that so thank you so much Lindsay, for sharing this with us truly you changed you changed our lives for the better absolutely and we have a <laughs> I, I should say also we have a little bit of a of a shout out on the uh the front the front page oh my gosh this <laughs> uh, is so exciting they linked to our episode uh it's episode seven one phantom to rule them all so go listen to that if you have not already and see if you agree with our bracket choices all right we still have our entire main segment to do which is talking about the year ahead for fandom but first a quick break This week in Tumblr Vibes, it has been 10 years since Spiders Georg, which I'm just realizing I've never actually said out loud before. So Spiders Jorg? Spiders Georg? Anyway, presumably he's still living in that cave, eating 10,000 spiders a day and ruining statistics. And now a word from our sponsor. And we're back. Now, at the end of last year, we had planned to do a year in review talking about Tumblr's wonderful year in review lists and things like that. But due to uh, my flu and the holidays, we didn't actually have a chance to do that. So instead, we're going to talk about the year ahead with 2023. We have so much to talk about here, but our main focus is going to be what is going to go absolutely bonkers bananas on Tumblr. Cherokee, what are the things that you just like cannot wait to see Tumblr react to? First off, Good Omens season two. Oh. I mean, I feel like season season one came out so long ago. So I think twenty nineteen it came out, uh, or twenty eighteen. It's been it's been so truly so long, and so I'm very very excited for season two. Obviously, anything that Neil Gaiman does is great, and you know it was the number one topic on Tumblr the year season one premiered. So Dang. I know that Tumblr is going to absolutely like lose its, you know, collective hive mind over, uh, <laughs> over good omens. And I can't wait to see, can't wait to see the show. Can't wait to see Tumblr's reactions to it. Uh, and honestly, that is 
what state like we have a huge list um but that's the one that really just immediately stood out for me when thinking about 2023 that is a very very good poll i mean i i remember i mean i still see good omen post pop up and we constantly talk about neil gaiman is one of the beloved celebrities on tumblr so it's just a perfect marriage do we think crowley and i can never pronounce the other guy's name do we do we think they're gonna kiss uh i think they are gonna kiss i think we're gonna get a little kiss yeah (laughs) (laughs) favorite prediction so far yes (laughs) i Uh, i am putting my hat into the ring of our flag means death season two being the thing that people just like go ham over we talked about our flag means death a lot last year Mm mm-hmm it was a huge, huge uh, deal last year, uh, only with, you know, a couple of episodes with the same thing. It was Good Omen season one, you know, short, short yeah. seasons. And season two is coming out sometime this year. I don't think we have a release date yet. And so I just think that people are going to go, you know, bonkers over it in the way that they did the first season. I feel exactly the same way. I, too, will go bonkers over it. And just some quick metrics, too. Our Flag Means Death was the number nine topic on Tumblr overall of 2022. And number one was Stranger Things, unsurprisingly. Aha, of course. And the number, Our Flag Means Death, was also the number three TV show of 2022. So I predict that Our Flag Means Death will move up. I think Our Flag Means Death and Good Omens will vie for the number one TV Mm. show Mm -hmm. slot of the year, definitely. And also really wonderful and fun fact, David Jenkins, the showrunner of Our Flag Means Death, tweeted that season two would not have happened without Tumblr. He attributes its renewal to the Tumblr fandom. And it was just really wonderful to see that. And he said, you know, of course, like the fandoms across other socials were, you know, were so impactful as well. But he said, yeah, like the noise and like the dedication of the Tumblr community is really what made that renewal happen. So thanks y'all for our flag season two. So, okay, Stranger Things was the number one TV show from last year. What was number two then yeah. if our Flagman's Death was three? Number two was The Owl House. Oh, okay, that's right. The Owl yeah. House is, that's not a show that I've watched, but I've heard amazing things about it. Yeah, Stranger Things and Stranger Things and The Owl House were respectively the number one and two topics overall of 2022 Jeez. and TV shows overall. Uh, number three was Artists on Tumblr, Topics, and then uh, number four, Critical Role, and number five, Encanto to kind of give you like an idea. And then uh, number eight, my personal favorite was Eddie Munson. So Eddie Munson himself got number eight topic on Tumblr. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, and 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 as it has been the case with a lot of Stranger Things seasons, with all of them, really, we are not going to have any new Stranger Things this year. Like, oh, gosh, it's going to yeah. be a wait. You know, I think I think I think they're aiming for 2024, but who knows when in 2024? Um, yeah. In 2021, we had both the Robin prequel and the podcast about the Robin prequel that actually I made with Maya Hawk and Sean Marr. It was really, yes. really fun. Rebel um, Robin. Rebel Robin, Surviving Hawkins. Um, I don't know if we're going to get something like that again. I, I mm-hmm. hope so. I would love like a, a, you know, more prequel novels because there's one for Max too. It'd be super fun. But yeah, it's going to be a while until Stranger Things takes the number one spot again. Yeah, yeah. But We have so many other incredible shows and movies coming out this year that hopefully the void that Stranger Things leaves will be more than filled by everything else that that is coming up. What else are you specifically most excited for, Lauren? I mean, the thing that I'm most specifically excited for this year is, to nobody's surprise, The Last of Us. 
which by the time that this episode comes out will be literally two days away from coming out. I am getting like just inundated with ads for it on YouTube and everywhere. And my dash is just full of Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey's press tour, which is like slowly driving me insane because (laughs) normally I don't like really care much about press tours or about like what the actors like you know, like, like who they are outside of the roles that they're playing, right? Because it's like, yeah. it's a job. And, and I, and I respect the job immensely. I work with a lot of actors and, and it's a, it's a really hard job, but you know, what they say in, in a press story usually doesn't really affect my viewing experience much, mm-hmm. except Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey have such a cute dynamic that is so Joel and Ellie, the characters that they play in The Last of Us, that I'm just like, I am not going to be able to contain myself when I see these two people playing these characters because their chemistry is just like so good. Just big dad energy, big like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, angsty teen making fun of her dad energy. Like, it's just so good. I'm Cherokee, I'm, I'm losing. I'm like, hang on by a thread now that we're less than a week away. So that is the thing that's going to be consuming my personal dash and my life for the next eight weeks. I'm pretty sure it's eight episodes. It might be 10. And then from there, the other things I'm really excited for, the return of are Severance and yes. Succession um, and Ted mm-hmm. Lasso. Like, those are kind of the, the ones that I'm like, I can't wait to see the second seasons of, or the, the, the next seasons of these shows. The second season of Severance in particular, I'm like very excited for. Me too. On every single show you just mentioned, I watched Severance twice through to get all of the little like things you might miss and hints and, you know, now, now knowing everything. It's just so good. And I love shows that feel like a puzzle where upon every viewing, you kind of get a whole new perspective, which also, I think I've mentioned this in the past, but with shows like this, one of my favorite things to do is upon a rewatch, don't focus on the main person speaking or the main thing happening in the scene and look at the yes. background for a full like and just to end the whole episode and it's wild what you see I love uh, so you yeah. do that it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> I am uh full full nerd and I embrace it <laughs> <laughs> could not be more excited for the new season of severance and the new season season four of secession yeah I just I love secession that's another show I rewatch less to find like you know hints and more because it's just so bitingly funny and you miss so many like little jabs and one lines uh mm-hmm. one liners throughout. I love the insults in yes. uh secession. In the same way I loved the insults in Veep. I really Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I at at one point when I had more time wanted to do a Tumblr that was every insult from Veep and just oh, list each post. Each post is a quote post and list them all out. I me uh me and my roommate at the time were like we're absolutely going to do this, but it is just so there's so many episodes and so many insults. Yeah. So if anyone out there has some free time and wants to do the every insult from Veep Tumblr. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Armando Iannucci, the creator of Veep and the thick of it in Avenue 5, has just like a way with words that defies description. You just Truly. have to see it to, to, to know what it is. It's just it's beautiful. It's like insult poetry. I love it. Exactly <laughs> is there anything? So, well, first of all, is there anything like big that's coming out that you're really excited for? And then mm-hmm. are there any like really niche things or like less sort of big blockbustery things that you're excited for? So I think the big kind of blockbustery, if you would call them kind of things that I'd be that I'm excited for are Secession mm-hmm. and Severance. I feel mm-hmm. like those really kind of had big moments. They're quite popular on Tumblr, uh, yeah. obviously Secession more, I think Secession more than Severance, but Se- Severance got up there, I think 
like I predict that Severance will trend a lot and start getting more and more in fandom mm-hmm. when season two premieres. Uh, but the the things that I'm excited for that may be uh, a little, you know, more niche, uh, though not completely niche, are yellow jackets. I, would you call that niche? I think I that, that like, no. falls outside of the bounds of mainstream yeah. viewing and, and fandom. I mean, it was popular on Tumblr, but... Yeah, exactly. Like, it felt like it... I was seeing a lot of stuff about it, but the great thing about Tumblr is you follow the people that are posting what you what you want to see, right? So, mm-hmm. and I do, I do again think that season two will have the fandom will really grow around season two, and that was another show that I watched twice. It's so good, and also Hacks. It's season three, right? Of Hacks that's yes, coming season out. Three. Jean, Jean Smart and Hannah Einbinder. Also, Meg Stalter is just oh god, one of my favorite people in entertainment so and. Funny. She steals the show. I want her to get her own spinoff. Yeah. Uh, Kayla spinoff, you know, <laughs> or some kind of talk show on the show. Anyway, yes. very, very excited for for hacks. And then more on the mainstream kind of things, side of things, obviously, Our Flag Means Death, the new the new Dune film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I may read the book, but it's big. Yeah, it's big. And you, I, you know, I love, yeah. I love cheesy, like, cheesy kind like of pulpy. slasher camp mm-hmm. kind of vibes and you know love me some joe joe goldberg so excited <laughs> yeah. yeah excited to see and honestly he's definitely what dan humphrey would have grown up to be so one thousand percent yeah <laughs> one thousand percent well and the the trailer for part one of season four for you just came out today i think oh my gosh i'll yeah. have to watch it oh yeah it looks you know nuts like that show is <laughs> yeah <laughs> i also i saw that you wrote in here cocaine bear which i watched i watched the trailer for months ago when it came out and was like fuck yes this is amazing i think cocaine bear is gonna have a moment i do i really think it's gonna have a moment i'm excited to see what the moment is i mean because it's just like <laughs> we would think oh cocaine bear what could this movie be about and that's exactly what it's about and i just love that you know i love a movie that says what it is right on the tin yep yep Absolutely. I think it's going to have like a really strong week on Tumblr where everybody's mm-hmm. posting cocaine bear memes and then it will never be heard of again, pretty much. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be just a beautiful fleeting shooting star across everyone's dashboard uh, and then disappear much like that shooting star gif that goes across your dashboard exactly. every three to five months. What about you, Lauren? What are you most excited for on the super popular side of things and also on the, the less popular? I know that you are not less popular, but more um, slightly more, less, niche. you know. Slightly more niche. Thank you. Thank you. I know that you mentioned uh, The Last of Us. Yeah. I mean, The the Last of Us is definitely the he- the headline, right? Yeah. But I will say that I am also extremely excited for The Mandalorian Season 3. It's been now th- almost three years since Season 2 came out of The Mandalorian. And obviously, The Book of Boba Fett had like two Mandalorian episodes within it, basically. But I am huge huge star wars person now that's like a still like a fairly new thing only the past couple of years and the mandalorian is like one of my favorites i you know i love grumpy dads it's gonna be another great year of grumpy dads <laughs> right we've got joel from the last of us we've got the mandalorian the bad batch is back season two another star wars animated you get four grumpy dads in that um so it's it's really it's a good year for grumpy dads i'm excited for grumpy dads good. Uh, on the more niche side there are two things that i'm really excited for which are like 
by no means niche because they're still big budget, but I think that are, are certainly less popular fandoms, especially on Tumblr. But I just found out like the other day that there's an Expanse video game coming out. Um, the Expanse is an Amazon Prime sci-fi show that ended a couple of years ago, maybe like a year and a half ago, that I adore. And it's based off of a book series. And they're now making a video game about Kamina Drummer, who is like one of my favorite characters from that series. She is my wife. She can murder anybody she wants to. I support women's wrongs. Um, and I'm just, I like, I can't wait to play her in a video game. Like, I think that that's going to be incredible. And then the other thing I'm really excited for that I got into last year, because me and my partner watched all of it after watching all of Deadwood, the next natural step is to watch all of Justified. And so we did that. And I got super into Justified and Justified City Primeval, which is like the new one season series comes out sometime this summer. You know, we love Timothy Elephant in a cowboy hat as a marshal. He's played a marshal in like seven different things, including the Mandalorian. And it's always nice to have him back, even if it looks like none of the other characters are going to return. But, you know, we'll have some new some new folks, including Boyd Holbrook, who played the villain in The Sandman, is going to be playing the villain Ooh. in this. And I cannot wait for for him and Timothy Elephant to like go head to head. I think that's going to be really fun to watch. Well, I was going to say that one of my favorite tropes is the kind of reluctant father who really steps up to the plate and you know it makes me it always makes me think of like chris hemsworth and thor and mm -hmm, in love mm -hmm, and thunder you know mm -hmm. he he becomes that like father uh as you were saying the, the like gruff dad first off you should create like a side a side blog for all your favorite gruff dads i should listen <laughs> i have a i have a venn diagram <laughs> <laughs> this is not something i'm going to share widely but i will send it to you cherokee <laughs> of all of my favorite broken men <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> and there's one circle in the Venn diagram that's just has a custody of, of a child, but probably should not have custody of a child. <laughs> um, that is incredible. And it's a lot of them. Oh, and actually, that's something that I have to look forward to in this Justified revival because Timothy Oliphant's character, Raylan Givens, has a baby like toward the end of the series. Mm -hmm. And she's now grown up. She's a teenager and she is being played by none other than Timothy Oliphant's own daughter. <laughs> And so, we like, I just it. cannot wait to see that play out. It's going to be so <laughs> great. Um, and yeah, I, 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 grumpy, grumpy dads, twenty twenty three. That's my energy. Grumpy dads, yeah. That's I think that's an excellent energy to bring to twenty twenty three. Also, I cannot wait to see that Venn diagram. <laughs> oh my unhinged. gosh! What other Venn diagrams do you have, Lauren? This is the only one that I. This is the only like, Venn diagram. <laughs> that I've made because a friend uh, this is a tangent maybe this will be a bonus clip so uh, a, f a friend and I were talking about the things that we like sort of the, like the tropes and themes that we find over and over again in characters that mm -hmm. we really enjoy and like mine is just yeah like like sad broken men and so some of the um some of the categories in this Venn diagram which has about 11 circles is should not have custody of a child and yet Imprisoned on account of bad brain. Imprisoned on account of all the atrocities. Body count could be a phone number. <laughs> Fucked up thing with the other guy that makes everyone's lives harder. <laughs> Daddy issues. <laughs> uh, Dean Winchester is on here. Just speaking of, of Supernatural, under body count, uh, daddy issues. Imprisoned on account of all the atrocities. Avenges a loved one. Yeah. <laughs> I love this so much. That's amazing. I highly recommend doing this. Yes. Like this. This is a wonderful evening that I spent aligning all of my characters in this weird little little Venn diagram. Um, yeah, I'll send oh, well. it to you once we get off. <laughs> 
I recently bought a whiteboard for brainstorming and it's sitting next to my desk and I'm staring at it right now. And I'm like, I could erase all the ideas on this whiteboard and I yeah. can make a Venn diagram of some sort. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, Broken Men is a great place to start. Great place to start. <laughs> As we wrap up our, our year ahead, I thought it'd be fun to do. I, I, I stole this from Hard Fork, a wonderful podcast about technology from the New York Times where they did a high, medium, and low predictions. And I figured you and I could just do sort of high confidence and a low confidence prediction mm -hmm. for fandom in the year ahead. We already have talked a little bit about it, but Cherokee, what's like one thing in fandom on Tumblr this year that you're like pretty sure is going to happen? Okay, so I did something differently. I, I predicted what would happen on these shows uh, that is oh. unlikely or likely to happen on certain <laughs> shows okay, wait. that I watch. I love that. I do want to <laughs> hear that, though. And then I'll just do fandom predictions. Okay. My bad. So sorry. Did not understand <laughs> no. the assignment. You know what? I did not. I did not um, explain this particularly well in our third Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> and you already mentioned a couple of predictions a that you have for, for yeah, Tumblr. Okay. Yeah, you're good. You're covered. My 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 prediction that is unlikely. No, actually, that is likely. Is that Blorbo is replaced with a word with seventeen syllables. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's my spicy little Saucy prediction. take. <laughs> Saucy take. But my, yeah, so my unlikely prediction for a television show or title that's coming out this year is for Secession. Okay. Uh, and my prediction is that Kendall quits the biz to start a rap career. <laughs> <laughs> unlikely, but not impossible. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's incredible. What is uh, your likely prediction? So Two likely predictions, one for a movie, one for a show. Excellent. My likely prediction for a show is that in you, Joe Goldberg gets a stalker. Oh, that is a good one. Right? I think you're right. I think you're right. Yep. Uh, and my likely prediction for a film is for Barbie. I wrote that Barbie has a nice time and a quirky little journey where she learns a lesson about life, love, friendship, and fun. That is such a yeah. solid prediction and so lovely. I think that'll happen. Yeah, I love that. It'll be nice, and I can't wait to see it. Um, okay, so Lauren, what are your predictions for Tumblr uh, and what you think is going to happen on the the platform this year, both likely and less likely? So my likely prediction is, I guess, kind of like just a little bit like general mm -hmm. around the cadence and seasons of like fandom discourse. And how oftentimes when something is like really beloved in its first season, eventually and inevitably there's sort of like the reaction to the reaction where then when it comes back, there's like a lot of discourse around it, mm -hmm. like both negative and positive, right? And so I do think that we are going to see a massive uptick in discourse around Our Flag Means Death and Good Omens when those second seasons come out. Hundo P. And... My sort of unlikely prediction, I guess, within that, I have another unlikely prediction, is that that Barbie is going to spur, like, a huge amount of feminist discourse. <laughs> I don't think that's actually going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen, because I do think it's just going to be a fun romp. But Tumblr will, is going to Tumblr, right? Yeah, the internet finds a way, right? The internet so finds a way. That's likely. <laughs> My, I guess, unlikely prediction um, for fandom at large is that there's going to be the resurgence of like a long dormant fandom. And mm. I'm thinking specifically of fandoms like Undertale and Homestuck. 
I just like I feel like there's like a renaissance about to occur for some yeah. of these like cult classic Tumblr fandoms. Those were my two that I that was like Undertale specifically. I just like I feel something in the water. I feel like Undertale's gonna become like even bigger this year for some reason. But I I just I think that I, I I'm like I'm I both would like to see and think that it's not impossible, but maybe unlikely, some completely random fandom from like 2013 just mm-hmm. like just absolutely bust out takeover tumblr so uh put in your bets yeah. now around what uh what fandom that that may be <laughs> well i you know and i think it's so likely and i love to see when when fandoms are kind of revived uh for older titles you know like gontaroff for example came exactly. out 50 years ago just had its moment in the sun you know so what what's next the sound of i'd love music? that <laughs> fandom really comes out on tumblr <laughs> and now as we end this week and every week, our feels corner. Cherokee, what has you in your feels right in this moment? So there are two things that have me in my feels right this moment, Lauren. First one is Abbott Elementary. She's back, just, baby. She's <laughs> back. I just love this show. In the most recent episode, I think three or four times, I said out loud, alone in my apartment, gosh, I love this show. It just oh, makes me love it's just nice. It just makes me feel good. It, I cry at the, like smallest most infinitesimal sweet moment in that show it's very cute i love it love out abbott elementary if you want something that makes you feel happy definitely watch that and then Mm -hmm. if you want something that rips your world apart may i recommend his dark materials because excuse my french but fuck that ending i know (laughs) that's how like the book and I think, I don't know, I will admit I didn't read the Golden Compass series growing up, but I am very, very unhappy with how that ends. Why can't people just have their happy little ending, Lauren? Yeah, so that's how I feel about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, mine will be pretty quick then because mine was also his Dark Materials. Um, <laughs> and I will I will say that more so than any other series, like inclusive of Harry Potter, inclusive of all the series that we grew up with that were super formative, his Dark Materials as a book series, like, formed the person that, like, it was it was unbelievably important to me. And so I've sort of been, like, watching the whole series with bated breath. I've really mm-hmm. enjoyed what they've they've done with it. But, like, I sob at the end of Amber Spyglass every single time. I've read it probably six or seven times. And I was a complete and utter wreck watching this TV show. These two actors, young actors, are just so phenomenal together. And I was just, like, <laughs> ugly crying. Yep. It was... Yeah, I I can't even really contextualize because I watched it on on Tuesday, and so I'm still like just like shaking like a like a dog at a thunderstorm <laughs> about it. Um, yeah. so yeah, if you're even if you're not a fan of the the book series, like the fact that it made you cry, if it made friend of the show Brigand Snow cry, he's also not read the books. Um, I hope Brigand doesn't mind me sharing that. Um, <laughs> it is a wonderful fantasy fantasy series and absolutely worth watching. Yeah, really beautifully done. And that is it for this week. I'm Lauren Chippen, and you can find me at thelaurenchippen.tumblr.com. And I'm Cherokee McAnally. You can find me at chero.tumblr.com. This has been Dashboard Diaries, and... May your anons always be loving, your dash always refreshed, your gifts always be loading, and your ships always canon. May the fix you're reading always be finished, and the answers you seek always in the reblogs. Thanks for scrolling with us. <laughs> <laughs>